0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Above the Ring. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. Alongside me today, as always, the man behind the Twitter, the other third of the Above the Ring battle of media operations, one half of Above the Ring, Scott. Scott, how are we doing today?
1: Well, Sam, it's Thursday. You know what that means. Time for another wonderful episode of Above the Ring.
0: That we do but before we get into it guys if you don't already do so please listen to scott's you know smackdown study raw review both posted on saturday and tuesdays respectively also scott was just recently on a podcast uh know the ropes their wrestlemania aftermath episode uh i started listening to it you guys if you don't listen to know the ropes definitely a bunch of great guys definitely worth listening to Um, Unfortunately, I was not able to make the show, but hopefully hopefully soon, hopefully uh, sometime in the future.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It'll be great to get all five of us on there. I know uh, on the podcast, Big Harv actually wasn't able to make it either, so it was uh, just uh, J-Bo, Cinco, and myself, and uh, the boys were playing um, Mario Kart 8. I I I had the invite, but I don't have a Switch, so I just... Sit there and watched and and, and laughed and talked wrestling and it was it was a good time. So yeah. You guys go check out their 24th episode either on YouTube or pretty much every podcast platform just like us, just search know the ropes. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well let's get right into it. Uh just before actually before we get into it, um, We're not going to be covering everything tonight. Um, Guys, probably one of the biggest nights in modern wrestling history on Sunday. Mm. So, guys, Sunday morning, Above the Ring will give you the Impact Wrestling Rebellion Go Home Show. This match, yeah, despite it might be being overhyped, I mean, it could be a whole... Onto the giant Hulk Hogan mess, which I highly doubt, but (laughs) the hype for this match is real. Title for title, Kenny Omega and Rich Swan. We're going to throw our picks at you early Sunday morning. Scott's like, Yeah, we're going to do that. And
1: uh, as we were. I'm just thinking about it. I'm sorry, I kind of phased out for a second. I'm just like, oh man, just thinking about Kenny Omega and Rich Swan. It's going to be a great match, and of course, you could think about it and you could look at you know Kenny being the big favorite. Yo, Rich Swan's been an underdog his entire life, and especially in wrestling, and he pulled off a huge shocker against Moose, so. It's possible. By God, it's possible. So.
0: Crazy. Just, I just, let's, let's, I want to, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but let's, I want to think about. Who would have thought Rich Swan, who was just one of the shining gems of the Cruiserweight classic. Mm would be the Impact World Champion fighting title for title. If 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 if, if you and I went back to our younger selves, whopping, what, five years ago now, um, and said, hey, Rich Swann is going to wrestle Kenny Omega for the Impact and AEW World titles, we'd probably go, what the fuck is AEW, number one. Right. Number two, <laughs> we'd slap each other. We'd be like, like you a madman, he's good, but he's not that good. Guess what? He's that
1: damn good. Oh man. It's uh, the whole pay-per-view looks pretty good. But like you said, we're not gonna talk about that tonight. We're gonna talk about that for Sunday morning. So Sam, what's going on in the world of wrestling?
0: Uh the world of wrestling. Uh you know, just a couple small things. Um I was just reading uh well. First and foremost, over hopping over to New Japan, um, I guess Hiroshi Tanahashi. He's currently the New Japan's <coughs> never open weight champion, and he's just been. No, uh, oh, he's he might be, and I've been watching New Japan as long as some people, but he's considered one of the best. Always been considered one of the best. He said he's going to make sure that the never open weight title is on the level of the I W G P. World Heavyweight Championship, or even higher. You wow. want to if somebody's gonna do it, it's gonna be Tanahashi. Well, that's true. If you haven't watched Tanahashi wrestle, you're doing yourself with this. If you're not watching New Japan, do you even like wrestling? It's my question to everybody. It's <laughs> my question to everybody. Um, Ring of Honor recently announced they're gonna restart their women's division on YouTube on Wednesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, beginning on the 28th, which is next week. They're going to be doing women's division Wednesday. Nice. Um,
1: yeah, that, that, the company's tried to do women's wrestling a few times, and there's been some interesting developments with some of their staff and with the women's wrestling. So it's nice to see that they're bringing it back. Hopefully we get another chance to, you know, see some new stars and, you know, see some old faces come back.
0: Yes. No, they've always actually I think this was um announced by the Ring of Honor
1: Board of Director member, Maria Canellis. Well yeah. uh, if anybody's gonna gonna announce this, that would make absolute perfect
0: sense. <laughs> yep, and I think they're aligning it with the nineteenth 19th... Oh, what was that? Did we miss that? The Ring of Honor 19th Anniversary Show? See this is what happens, Scott. AEW comes in. And, like, all the other cool independent shit that we don't follow, we don't follow anymore. I know. It was March 26th. Wow. I'm late. Wow. Wow. We missed that by a whole month, Sam. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, we will...
1: We need to get back on that train, Sam. (laughs) Yeah, because we have all the time in the world, Scott. Of course, of course, we we have nothing else to do besides watch more wrestling.
0: No, of course not. Speaking of more wrestling, Scott. Oh my God,
1: Sam! What? What?
0: what? Well, you, you're the one who told me. Why am I asking you? Guess what? Uh, that's true. <laughs> so, off the bat, for those of you guys who don't know who are not familiar, MLW Major League Wrestling, who isn't, who's, they've been around for a few years now, and they're not a nobody. That's where MJF came from. Um, that's where Brian Pillman Jr. is. Um, Jim Cornette was doing commentary there. I don't know if he's still there. Uh, Simon Gotch is there. Oh, that's where he ended up. Okay. Uh-huh. They have a deal with Vice.
1: They're going to have a TV show on Vice. Very nice. I still can't watch it because I don't have Vice, but that's okay. At least they have a TV deal. This is good. This is good news. This
0: is good. Now, um, I did pull up an article that said they had the date. Now I'm looking for it. And guess what? They don't have the date on here.
1: God damn it. But it's soon.
0: Coming soon. I'm 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 gonna why is this is this gonna be May? We're gonna put it out exact date very soon. You know what? Fuck it. It's May 1st. This is like new footage, just libraries you can see the 2020 stuff. Okay, but you know what? That's still something.
1: I'm excited for it. It's nice to see more, more uh, independent wrestling uh, companies get themselves TV deals. So now that now that makes what uh, five that have a TV deal now? Because you have uh, WWE, AEW, mm-hmm. Impact, Yep, Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and now MLW. I mean, tackling New Japan does, but it's like with Roku. Oh, that's true. So, all right. So, yeah, that's six. And um, can we technically? Well, no. I would say NWA too, but they're on they're on fight TV, so it's not really a TV TV. But they're there. They're getting getting exposure. This is good. I'm excited. More eyes on on wrestling so things
0: need. we don't have time for of course
1: you now um if I'm not
0: mistaken, well, we're quickly on m l. w um like i said MJF is from there um I can actually give you guys a quick uh devi- is there um i think la parka leo rush is there, Loki's there. Savio Vega TJP wrestles for them
1: and there's also rumblings of Aztec Underground which is kind of like a thrown off copy of another type of Underground that I'm not technically allowed to talk about anymore because Sam has threatened legal negation against me for it so (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about Scott (laughs) No idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: um but uh yeah Leo Rush is the middleweight champion from MLW, LaParca, and I think that's is that La Parker Jr. Oh El de La Parque is they're the tag team champions. Uh Alex Hammerstone, who I have followed for a while. Hammerstone.
1: Um, yeah, he's a good guy.
0: He is their uh open weight champion and Jacob Fatu is currently their champion, who is the nephew of Rikishi.
1: That's right.
0: Um, he's the son of Sam Fatu. Yeah, one of the... Um, the Tonga... What was it? The Tonga kid. hmm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, definitely something I, you know, we're going to be keeping track of, you know? We're going to add this to things that we can blurt out for you guys. It's going to become, like, the Pokemon rap eventually. Um, (laughs) Sam is going to go through every promotion on the planet just before we get into the big three that we're going to talk about. Oh, and the Von Ericks are wrestling too, you know, can't forget the Von Ericks. Um, so first and foremost, off the bat, NWA power kicking off our lineup, um, from the 20th, I keep forgetting this is now on the same night that NXT is on, um, but Saul Ranallo and Tim Storm defeated Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos. Um, there was a NWA television title one-way, a number one contendership match between Tyrus, uh, Marshall Rocket, and Matt Cross with uh, Tyrus, defeating them, becoming the number one contender. Camille defeated Genocide, Then Jordan Clear uh, took on Nick Aldis in a 32-second no contest. Sounds like a quick and painless episode of Power. Uh, not that there was ever a bad episode of Power. That's true. But. <sighs> okay. Scott? Oh, yes. I'm going to do the same thing I did earlier today. Or yesterday. It's not Wednesday. And we're not having. Wow, my schedules are all off. Scott, it's Tuesday. Let's hop right on to NXT.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, good old NXT. Another fine episode. Um so kicking off our show was Kyle O'Reilly. Except Kyle O'Reilly's changed a little. He's no longer, you know, the ass kicking Kyle O'Reilly. He's cool, Kyle O'Reilly. Comes out with his sunglasses on it's Gene you know, and he's, he's sitting there rocking away. I'm like, ah, oh, you're kind of missing the title. You can't really do the air guitar yet without the title there, Kyle. But comes in perfectly fine, talking about how Adam Cole and Undisputed Era is behind him now, and he's moving forward. Things are good. And, of course, out comes the Dogecoin man himself, Cameron Grimes wants to take everything to the moon. To the moon. (laughs) And um, so uh, Grimes comes out, wants to offer an alliance uh, to O'Reilly. You know, he figured it'd be financially fruitful for him, it'll be good for him. And, and, you know, Kyle kind of gave it a little bit of a thought and then uh, drops him with a right, and says that, nah, I'm good. However, you'll be the first person I kick ass tonight. So, your main event is set for the evening. Kyle O'Reilly will take on Cameron Grimes, and that, when we get to it, that was a good match. But our actual action started off with L.A. Knight. Let him talk to you. Taking on Dexter Loomis, a real good match. Um, my favorite part, of course, is when Indy Hartwell showed up. Um, <laughs> La Knight takes Dexter Loomis, throws him against one of the guardrails, and as Dexter's pulling himself up, you see Indy just kind of staring through the through the plexiglass and through the. The, the wire fencing, and she has like these puppy dog eyes looking at him all concerned with her hand pressed against the the Pexiglass and, and and dexter goes to match and I'm just sitting there i'm giggling, I'm giggling because I'm just like, like I've talked about before, you don't always need to have wrestling. You can have a funny storyline like this, and it just it, it, I don't know why, but it fits so well. They've done such a great job with this whole thing. So they go to where there's no Pexiglass or anything blocking, and what does Indy do? She trips. <laughs> Whether that was supposed to happen or not, it was absolutely hilarious. Uh, and then of course, uh Indy sits there, stands there after she fixes herself up, and she goes for her, you know, patent closed eyes, puckered lips ready to go, and Dexter gets closer, and then, of course. La Knight gets involved, so once again we are we are robbed of their first kiss, and La Knight actually takes advantage of that whole thing. And even gets the victory, so we'll see what happens going forward with uh, with Dexter and with Indy. Of course, the way also getting involved towards the end, and. I don't know. I I still have a feeling that Dexter's going to be taking that North American Championship off of Johnny. But who knows when that'll happen. Probably the next takeover, if he even gets a top shot.
0: Or maybe, I don't know. uh, I don't know. I don't know who'd take it off of Johnny. I don't
1: know. Well, I think with everything how it's going, I mean, at least for me, it seems obvious that it would be Loomis. And I think Indy will actually cost Johnny the match. That little interesting tidbit to throw in there. Cause she is clearly smitten with this man. And the the promos that she does, it's just it's so over the top. And uh, she wants to go <laughs> do an interview. It's like, yes, she
0: requested an interview, and then they come and say, like, No, nobody requested this interview. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh Johnny and Candace have done such a great job being their parents. It's uh some of the stuff that they've done, like Candace calling the cops and just them always finding a way to get in the in between the two of them. It's just yeah. It's high quality, high quality TV. I, 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 I do love that shit so much. But moving on, uh we had Grizzly Young Veterans taking on and defeating Busango to get back on the right track. These poor guys have gotten so close so many times to either the Dusty Cup or the Tag Team Championships and they've come up just just short. So beating a former NXT Tag Team Champions of Brissago definitely will get them on the right track. So we'll see what's next for them. We then had a debut a much anticipated debut Saray coming to NXT and was actually met in the parking lot earlier in the day by William Regal and Zoe Stark. Zoe herself had said that she wanted to be the first person to wrestle Saray. Regal was like, all right, let's ask. And Saray was totally fine with it. So I was like, all right, this should be a good match. Because personally, I've, I've heard of Saray, but I've never really watched her matches. And Zoe Stark's been nothing but impressive since she has shown up in NXT. This match, real good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, I have a feeling I'm going to like Saray a lot. Um, and I already love Zoe Stark. So it was a big, a big victory in her, in her debut. And uh, Star, the star, <laughs> their, um, their futures are really bright. So the NXT women's division is in real, real good hands. Um, can't really say the same for Raw and SmackDowns, but <clears throat> we'll get to that little tidbit after the show. <laughs> uh, after that, uh, Kushida came out and had his, his own Cruiserweight Open Challenge, which was answered by Oni Lorcan. And this was a hard-fought match. Um some parts I actually thought Oni might get the win, but Kushida was able to retain. Uh, after that, uh, Legato the Fantasma showed up, started attacking, uh, which then caused MSK to come to the ring to help Kushida uh, clear house afterwards. So, um kind of looks like Legato will be the next ones to go after MSK for the titles, which is fine. Um, and I know uh, Santos Escobar is still looking for his rematch against Kushida. So they're setting some stuff up nicely. So this is, uh, this is looking good. And speaking of looking good, the next match, Imperium just dissecting Everys, And they're still pushing the whole expansion. So I really want to know who's it going to be. I know somebody's coming. Somebody's going to join. They need a fourth member uh, at in the States because I'm pretty sure Walter just high-tailed it right back to Europe because he does not want to be over here. So... Oh, it was exciting, though. Yeah. Oh, honestly, <clears throat> for me personally, I think that the match between Walter and... Um, Champa was probably for me the second or third best match of the whole weekend.
0: Cause I think you and I already know what the best match of the weekend was. <sighs> <laughs> what a match.
1: Yes, yes it was.
0: Uh no, what match that Ray and you know that, Ray, that Randy Orton and Fiend match was
1: you really really <laughs> really okay all right first of all I had to deal with that bullshit on the other podcast I oh, don't I need heard. to deal with that here too.
0: Oh I heard oh I heard
1: <laughs> how much they paid, you
0: see <laughs> N- not enough to uh pay off my mortgage, let's just say that. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> uh but alright, now we're going move on from that. Nonsense. <laughs> our, our our main event of this evening, like I mentioned at the top of the review, was Kyle O'Reilly, Cameron Grimes. And Kyle looked real good. Obviously, so did Cam Grimes too. But it looks like uh Kyle is, he's had enough of everything going on with uh Adam Cole, but from what Cole's has been talking about online, I don't know if he's quite done with Kyle O'Reilly yet. So we didn't see Adam Cole this week, but it would not surprise me if next week Adam strikes. But Kyle looked real good on NXT this week. And like I said, good show overall. They're just they're just moving along to doing their own things. They're happy on Tuesdays. and That's the end of that.
0: Yeah, I, I caught most of it accidentally passed out last night. But um You're a busy man,
1: I understand. You're tired, I get
0: it. Yeah, no, I loved I love let me tell you. I just want to jump back. I loved the Saray and Zoe Stark match. Yes. Saray looked great. Like you're gonna get a lot of crap from people, but like the Japanese talent that they're getting is incredible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Saray adds to that. Looks great, but Zoe Fucking Stark. I'm going to say this every episode until she gets that moment. She is going to be the women's Daniel Bryan. Yep. Hands down. Like, I love everything about her. You know, she's an underdog. She has like a just kind of like a badass attitude, but she's, mm-hmm. you know, not cocky. Um, she's just she she has the it factor.
1: I completely agree. Speed up. And for the for the show, actually as a whole, I just looked it up real quick because I missed it. Uh, NXT's ratings uh, in, in overall went up four and a half percent. They were eight forty one, which is which is good for them. Um, they're still rising, so hopefully, maybe maybe nine hundred thousand next week, and they can creep close to that to that million mark for them. But, you know, for that other show on, you know, that sole possession of Wednesday, they crack in that mill yet again. Which is impressive. It was a dip. It was a little bit of a dip.
0: But again, you can't look at data and be like, oh yeah, this is going to be the norm. Or, oh no, they've, you know, they're already dipping. That's bad. You know, you need more than a couple of points. Yes. Yeah. I will
1: There's fluctuations all the time. There is. is. What happens?
0: You know, 1.2 million because of Mike Tyson last week. Uh, 1.1 million might be from retention. Maybe people who might want to check it out. I don't know. As a statistician, I could go through this over and over and over again. True. I think I would want to wait to see what happens in the third and fourth week.
1: Right. Dolphins yeah. We'll, we'll see if they say over a million yet again next week, then you know that they're in, they're in real good shape.
0: I mean, granted, even if they stayed in like the eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand range solo consistently. That's the other thing, too. I think because they're not going head to head with NXT, because remember, they would each each show would. Oh, we got this going on tonight. Or, we got this going on tonight. Right. You know, they don't have to battle Oh, we have this main event, but we have this main event. They don't have to battle. You know. That being said, ratings aside, it's good to see both of them going up. Yes. You know, if they both hang out at a million, especially when wrestling, is making its way back up, it sounds like. That'd be incredible. Um. So we had a pretty good episode of Dynamite First. Versus... <gasps> There we go. We're going to start. We're going to start. Um Hangman Page and Ricky Starks take it on each other. Um going from one Stark to another Stark. Um This is a good match. This was a great match. It's a great match, you know. Ricky Starks ever since you and I saw him on NWA Power. Yep. we I we both I think agreed that he had like this this just attitude to him. This yep. good, just, just again, the it factor. Yep. And he does. And he's great. Hangman. Every time Hangman comes out, we don't see a lot of Hangman. I feel like these days, but he comes out. I feel like you're looking at the biggest star in the company.
1: Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. He just has that aura of him. And it's just also his theme song. I, I just love it so much. And, it just fits milk milk milk. him so
0: well. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Was that his theme song over in Ring of Honor too? Uh,
1: no, I don't believe so. Because he was he was part of the Bullet Club for a while too. So. Yeah, but he also did have his own theme song too. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I don't believe it was this. I believe this is an AEW original for him. I believe. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm not 100% sure. We could both be wrong. We may not even exist. Who knows?
0: Uh, <laughs> I think I'm a little tired tonight, Scott.
1: Sorry. Uh, Sorry. I'd say I'm, I'm right there with you. So, Paige
0: actually defeated Stark by submission, which was shocking because you don't see a lot. Too many, especially two equally matched men. Mm. Um, Taz comes out, cuts his promo. Um, Team Taz goes in, and we got, of course... The Dark Order. Come make it the save. Love it. I'm also uh, very
1: sad still that John Silver's still injured because the love story between him and Adam Page needs to be front and center every episode. I rewatched last week's dynamite with
0: John just before this episode. And I that promo when Hangman's like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go get some uh what was it, some egg rolls of there. Anyone wanna? Yeah. And he's like doing the thing with his arm. Yeah. Oh. No, no, what do we say? He goes <laughs> Rehab, rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so it's so good. <sighs> so following that, we had um Trent, or sorry, as they said on air, Trent.
1: <laughs> I love how we said it as a question. It, I, I, that that popped me pretty good. I, I laughed pretty hard at that. Well,
0: you know, when we live tweet, you know, that is his Twitter handle. It is. It is true. Why they do that, I don't know. Got no it. idea. But Trent taking on uh, Pentagon Jr. Again, great, great match. Trent is one of those guys in a He doesn't even need it. He, he's so good, even solo. Yep. He's so good, even solo. They both look great. This was a fun match, but, you know, rightfully so. Uh, Penta got the pin over Trent. Uh, following that, we had JR interviewing the pineapple. I mean, the pinnacle. <laughs> um, we got to listen to, um, Wardlow cut a short, like, minute promo. Right? I was impressed with that. It was good. It was good. Um, said a lot. Um, we're about Blood and Guts on May 5th. Whew, I finally get it, Scott. Finally get blood and guts. I
1: know. And I have to I have to say that MJF gave the promo of his life. Um Yeah. I just the just the fact that in the last few weeks we've gotten not one, not two, but three amazing promos. Because the inner circle dropped another one that was ridiculous later in this in the show. It was just I'm, I'm literally sitting here in awe watching it happen. I was just like, this is amazing. I love this. It's storytelling. It, you, could, you could feel everything. And it's like, yes. Hook it directly into my goddamn veins. Let's go.
0: Full send.
1: Oh, full. To the moon. Don't care if that's the other show. Don't care. It doesn't matter. I can send Uh-oh. it.
0: No, this was enjoyable. This was, you know, definitely at this point, there's no way that these two backstage are both like, "Hey, I'm going to outdo your promo from last week," you <laughs> know? Um, because MJF, for as young as he is, he's he's he he sounds like he's been in the business for years. Yep. He talks better than most people who have been in the business for years.
1: Very true. He's he's definitely uh, blessed with the uh, gift of gab.
0: Somebody said, and I would not want him to go. I don't even know how you'd do this because I don't want him to go over. Imagine him and the Miz cutting a promo on each other.
1: Honestly, I think MJF would destroy the Miz.
0: Really? That's interesting. I, I, do- I, I,
1: I really do. Um, I, have to, I have to hand it to the Miz. The Miz can do great promos. But I don't even think he reaches the lowest level of MJF's promos.
0: That's fair, because MJF is... It looks like he does a lot of it on the
1: fly, too. Yes, and that's the crazy thing of it. Like, I'm sure Miz could... Obviously, Miz has had great off-the-fly promos, but I don't... I don't know. I think that's honestly a good question. Maybe that's a special episode that we should do. Who would personally be... I do the best in promos because you could throw a lot of names in that, in that ring and see who comes out on top.
0: hmm Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like good promo work. Great promo work. Speaking about great work. EW women's title was on the line. Hikaru yes. Shida taking on Ty Conti. What a minute, Scott! I want more.
1: We give a round of applause for this match, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness! How far has Ty Conte come? It's just—it's amazing to see. And as much as I've loved this, I hate seeing online that everybody is just throwing so much garbage and so much shade at WWE and the Performance Center for letting her, quote-unquote, slip away. This is what happens sometimes. Sometimes somebody has to leave a company and go somewhere else, and then they find themselves. This is what happens sometimes. So it's not a matter of them letting her go. They, at the time, didn't have the spot for her, so she left. And now... She's having ridiculously great matches with Champion. Now, eventually, she's going to get a rematch. And I really think that she will be the one to take this title away from Cheetah. Well,
0: that is that is questionable because somebody else this week really laid it on thick
1: after yeah, taining. I know. But I mean, if she can't beat Thunder Rosa in an unsanctioned match, then yeah. <laughs>
0: You never know. You never know.
1: Um, I know. I wouldn't be surprised if Ms. DMD took it. um, But part of me really wants it to be Taekwante. But, yeah, I know. We have to watch out for for our resident dentist. So she's looking to do an an extraction (laughs) of the title. Yeah, she is.
0: Uh, Following that, we had our uh, inner circle response. Again, Jericho. Um, Pretty much calling for a parlay.
1: For next week, yes, to find out the rules of the Blood and Guts match. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Like, honestly, because of that match, if May 5th doesn't hit 1.5 mil, I'm going to be really upset. people are going to be missing out on this shit.
0: (laughs) They're handing it out for free.
1: I know which is insanity but hey take it the day All after right. day done. after I get my uh, day after I get my 5G injection so we'll see how I feel watching that match
0: <laughs> Well speaking of 5G I felt like I got 5G knowing that Billy Gunn was wrestling on Dynamite <sighs> right and followed by Christian jeez what year is it Scott I don't um... <laughs>
1: We're still looking for our peeps. What's going on? Actually,
0: let let, let me rephrase that. Jericho, Gunn, Christian.
1: (sighs) It's the Attitude Era all over again.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. But Billy Gunn was in the ring. Let me tell you, somebody who's like... he, He looks solid for his age. Right?
1: Still looking jacked. And, man take it on QT Marshall and his new faction called the factory.
0: Yeah, no, this was this was this was good. Um I'll tell you, there's something about the factory I like. I don't think it's it's going to need a little bit of work, but there's something about it I like where they could mm. low key be
1: uh they could be dangerous. Yes, they could be dangerous. Yeah, it's um I like, I just like this whole teacher-student thing. And it's just, like, these guys could be stars, like the students. Obviously, QT has been in the game for a while. And, you know, he's going to be there for a little bit longer. But eventually, QT is going to step to the side. And then these other guys are going to start shining. And I'm all for it. I really am a big fan of a go-go already. Um, just, I know people like to bitch about this, but the fact that he was a Olympian in boxing, winning a bronze medal, he's going to give you a kidney shot, you're going to go down in real life. I don't care what you say. (laughs) So when he finishes a match with a straight shot to the kidney... It's probably for a good reason. So People need to understand that and stop bitching about everything.
0: <laughs> no, I think it fits his personality, especially with the way the match ended. He clocked, you know, Billy Gunn in the kidney
1: and he yes. dropped. Yes! Yep. And the little promo he, he did before, you know, because he's a Brit. He hates being in America, but the only reason why he's here because he makes the big money. You know, it's just, it. it you love to hate these guys. And it's just, it fits. It does. I really, I really do like it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So after that we had Powerhouse Hobbs taken on Christian Cage. Again. I thought this was another good uh good bout. Mm. Uh, Christian looks great. Um this is um I know. I like. I like seeing Christian on TV. You know, and you know the, the thing is, he doesn't look old. I think that's no. one thing people got to remember. You know, some wrestlers come back and they do. Like the last couple times Goldberg has wrestled. You know, my thing wasn't so much that. Oh, I don't want to see his. Yeah, his gimmick is pretty repetitive. But, like, he kind of was starting to look old in his performance. Right. Christian Cage, no. Billy Gunn, Dustin Rhodes, don't look old.
1: Nope. They found that fountain of abuse, and they're doing well with it.
0: It, it, it's... I don't know about you, Scott. Like, my head is still trying to gather around the idea that Christian is on AEW.
1: Yep, it's, it's yeah. You know, it's funny with all these people leaving WWE lately, and a lot of them are 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 not happy, and it makes it really starts to make you think. You know, I don't know. It's tough to, tough to really put into words. It's just it makes you wonder how bad they really do treat you know their employees that aren't – or their, sorry, their, their contractors <laughs> that aren't, like, top-notch. And I don't know. Well, evident by you know, what had happened uh, earlier in the week, uh, if not today, uh, the stuff with uh, Mickey James getting a package from WWE was was the rest of her stuff in a trash bag with just a sticker on it that said Mickey. <laughs> uh, so the blatant disrespect. So naturally, Mickey takes a, a video of this, puts it online, tags WWE, be like, you know what's going on, tags Vince, and we eventually hear from both Triple H and John Laurinaitis that, you know, the people involved with this whole thing are fired. They're gone. And uh, which is nice to know that, you know, obviously they understand that this is not how shit should should be, especially with somebody, the caliber of Mickey James. (laughs) So it's just, yeah, it makes you wonder like what's really going on and, It kind of, kind of makes me want to root for everybody else. Not gonna lie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, especially like NXT, which is such a good brand, and there's so much history with the company itself. You know, like we talk about Adam Cole being like the front of that company, which I think is very doable. Yeah. But uh, the fact that the main roster isn't we we talk about it every time it comes up, yeah even their flagship show that has been on
1: for twenty eight years it's floundering it's 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 awful like <laughs> um i i don't want to be negative, but it's true i mean the last last week's show this past monday is was probably a little better, but the Raw after Mania is normally the best Raw of the year for all types of reasons: returns, comebacks, new stars, something. We got a little bit of it during the first hour, and then the last two was the same old garbage as normal. And it's just I don't I I I don't understand what's going on. There needs to be change. People need to be removed, and new people need to be put in. Like, when Paul Heyman was in charge of Raw, Raw was amazing to watch because he put the right people in the right places, and he ruffled feathers. And obviously, with Paul Heyman, we all know he ruffles all types of feathers, and they didn't like it. So they had it removed, and then it dropped considerably in quality. SmackDown, on the other hand, has been like a beacon of light. <laughs> They've done a really good job of keeping the show afloat and doing well. I know this past week they had some issues with retention. Um, I think they dropped below $2 million for the first time and like – I think since it went to Fox. <laughs> um, so that was a little troublesome. But other than that, the show itself has been great. Roman has just been, oh, my God. It, it, <laughs> I love what he's done with this character. And they're building the right stars, and they're doing a good job, and that's what Raw should be doing, but it's not. And it's just it's, it's so frustrating. I just want to see them do well. That's why I love watching NXT. It's the best product out of all three. SmackDown would be a pretty close second, but Raw, is, Raw hasn't even got onto the the on ramp of the highway yet, and NXT and, and SmackDown are almost neither their destinations. <laughs> that's how that's how the discrepancies between the three shows are, and it just it's sad because you look back at like the Attitude Era when they're pulling six, seven, eight million people per show. And now they're struggling to get two. It says a lot. It says a lot, Scott. Um,
0: but that's the thing, you know. I know some people, you know, we can go back and forth, this and that. You know, I was not, a, so I didn't have cable growing up, so I didn't get to really watch, you know, Raw. We didn't watch Raw. Right. You know, never really saw Kristen wrestle. Ra- but seeing him on here as a veteran, putting on a couple good matches that he's already wrestled, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty exciting. There's something about it that's enjoyable. There's something that's breathing new life into an old, very popular talent. Um
1: Yeah, um I think Moxley had said that, you know, he thought he knew a lot about wrestling, and then Christian showed up. And then all of a sudden he's like, I need to wrestle him all the time because I can learn so much more from him. So it's like, like Christian, he did such a great job making Hobbs look like an absolute monster, like just taking all the hard bumps and like even when he won the match, he stayed on Hobbs for like two minutes because he was he was literally exhausted, and it's just like. And he struggled to like, get to his feet. And it's just, he sells it so well. And he does such a great job. And even though Hobbs lost, he won. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, it's just, yeah. He, AEW getting him and Big Show. The knowledge in both of those brains is going to help so many people for so many years. Like we we can't even begin to 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 touch how like to even like measure the differences that's that this product will have. It's gonna yeah it's it's gonna be immeasurable for you know in a while.
0: <laughs> it will be. But speaking about Moxley, let's talk about that <laughs> that moment in the bus <laughs> with the uh, the the trailer where the elite are in their trailer and they hear just this horn honking. And it goes to outside, and you have Moxley and Kingston in a truck. <laughs> these
1: two. Oh, my God. It's, it's like my favorite part of the show. I, I just love these two together so much. I'm so happy that after the whole fiasco with the death match, that these two are now friends again. And the promos that they've pulled off since then have just been things of beauty. And I want to see them take on the whole lead by themselves. And it's going to be amazing.
0: It was great because, like, I remember just the end of it. Fucking Moxie throws the pipe and he goes, uh, and he's like, hey, what the hell? You know, gotta watch what you're doing there.
1: Can <laughs> you <laughs> wait until I get out of the shot?
0: There's <laughs> just, oh, man, it's so, so untouchable, those two. Yeah. Um, speaking about untouchable, Darby headlined the night a second time in a row. Taking on Jungle Boy for the ti- for the uh, TNT title.
1: Oh, what a match this was!
0: <sighs> Again, Jungle Boy is one. Of, uh, Jungle Boy, and Darby Allen are two of the stars who are. They're going to be superstars with this company. Uh huh. We don't see enough of Jungle Boy.
1: No, no, he's he's living on like Dark and Elevation, and he really needs to be on Dynamite. All the time. Mm-hmm.
0: You know he's so good. Yeah, he does his flippy shit, but he also can
1: do more than that. Yeah, like he actually had the power advantage in this match. Mm-hmm. Which is not normal. <laughs> so do they even I know the you know, the commentary team even talked about that too, saying that you know both these guys are used to being the underdog and the you know the with the the disadvantages and everything and for once Jungle Boy was, you know, the you know, had <clears throat> excuse me, had the advantages. But like I kind of wanted this match to go to like <clears throat> the end of the show and not finish. Like have a, you know, the TV time remaining and have the TV time run out. Like this match I think should have been a draw. Because I think these two could have gone on for like 30, 40, 50 minutes and just Tore the house down. Mm-hmm. So, so I kind of wish didn't actually have a finish. But I know AEW does not like to have non-finishes. They've so, only
0: had one, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Uh, this year, yes. I think in their whole history, I think they've had maybe two or three.
0: Um, I'm thinking of the one where is the Darby Allin-Cody um, fight at one of the first pay-per-views. Yep, there was that one. And then Moxley
1: had one, too, I believe. I think you're right. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I think there's been maybe two or three, and and like, I think maybe also there has been like one or two DQs also in like the history. Like the every match has a finish. It's it's crazy because, again, you look at the stuff on WWE. If there's not like four DQs in every show, then you're not doing it right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um. So. Also, in this whole match, you know, um, Sting had to come out because... Well, Sting was out. Luchasaurus was out. But also, we got Sky and Paige coming get involved at
1: some point. Yeah, after the match ended. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that, too. And <laughs> and, and Lance Archer, too. Yeah, he did. He went face-to-face
0: with Lance. Yeah. Um, we need more of that. I want to see more of Paige. We don't get... Uh, oh my god! They need to. They need to just like go, yo, Paige. We need you on the main roster
1: like all the time now. Starting now. Yeah, him and Scorpio Sky have this whole tag team thing where like they're not um, taken seriously, so they're just gonna take their own, which they kind of seem to be doing, which is fine. If Ethan Page is gonna challenge Darby for the title soon, then shit, I'm all for it. <laughs> Well, my thing is, like, I don't... One of my favorite things
0: about Impact was when Ethan Page cut promos. Yes. I loved Ethan Page promos. <laughs> but, you know, this was actually a pretty good episode. And we're looking at some fire episodes coming up.
1: hmm I can't
0: think of next week's, but in two weeks, we got Blood and Guts. Or, as someone else would call it, War Games! War
1: Games! AEW edition.
0: (laughs) But, guys, thank you for listening. Do not forget Sunday morning. Impact. Rebellion. Go home show. And that same night, Rebellion. And if you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Bedlam Media. You can find myself as official, and Scott as ScottyJStream. We are on all streaming platforms, including Pandora. If there is one you cannot find us on, please let us know. We'll make sure that we get ourselves on there. On those streaming platforms, please feel free to like, subscribe, comment, leave a review. Tell people why Above the Ring and Bedlam Media is the podcast of your choice and why they should be listening to us as well. Guys, thank you for... Thank you very much for listening. This has been Above the Ring. And as always, do not forget to join the Bedlam.
1: Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill.